coming to theaters across the U.S. on March 20th and 21st, an epic film on Noah's Flood. This film unveils compelling evidence in support of the Bible, including what happened to the dinosaurs? Why do we find soft tissues and blood in their bones today? Why did God send the flood? What are the parallels between the days of Noah and the coming judgment? Mark your calendars for March 20th, 21st, and be prepared to experience the Genesis flood like never before. Get your tickets today at www.noahsflood.com. This podcast is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. Do you want a more intimate walk with God? Are you tired of trying to hear God and hearing only silence? Each week, your host, Felice Skirwitz, is prepared to inspire you and equip you on your journey towards deepening your relationship with God. Listen, hear, and follow the Lord's will in your life, and you will be blessed. There is a saying, your heart is where your home is, but I believe your heart is where your faith resides. In this podcast, we're going to discuss how heart issues may lead us astray and far away from our faith and what is right and holy in the eyes of God. Hey friends, thanks so much for joining me. This is Felice Gerwitz, and today we are going to tackle the topic of your heart, your faith. This is episode 293, and you can find today's show notes at a few minutes with com. And I want to thank the sponsor, Sevenfold Films and Genesis Apologetics. They present the film The Ark and the Darkness. Uh, there's a link to the movie trailer that you can find on the website. And this is from their website. It says it's in theaters March 20th and 21st. Noah's flood is preserved in ancient writings from every major culture around the world. Recent discoveries confirm that the Bible has what the Bible has said all along. So you can see this in theaters on those dates. And if you miss it, I'm sure at some point they'll have some streaming options. Well, friends, an extended family member recently shared that after several traumatic experiences, she realized that all that mattered was God, faith, and family. It's somewhat of a hard lesson that we all learn and relearn from time to time. As our lives get busier, we move to that speed of life that seems to break the sound barrier at times, doesn't it? And we find that slowing down helps us to finally see the light. When we have a broken heart, we tend to fold into ourselves. It's hard to be objective or have clarity in the midst of trial. Our hearts are a powerhouse. They keep us alive and functioning. And in the same way, our internal organ that God created to sustain life is often where we feel that hurt. And we also feel that joy. Often we are so lost, we don't know where to go. And especially, again, when we're suffering or have some tragedy that's happened to us or someone we know. 
But God asks us to follow him, and we read this in John 1, 43-51, where Jesus called Philip and Nathaniel to follow him. But this call is for each one of us. And the question is, do you say, yes, Lord, or is the answer, well, in a minute, let me finish this first. This is a question we all answer in our lives, and when trauma hits, depending on your heart and how short up it is in the Lord, it will either strengthen our faith or we can lose our faith. You've heard of people who have lost their faith during something traumatic that happened, but our hearts will betray us if we're not grounded in the truth. If we go with feelings alone or if we're swayed by the enticements of the world, the pull of the world is strong, and the evil one works overtime on the young and the old alike to sway us from our path or our mission. So what do we do? Well, let's look at your faith and also look at your heart in dealing with faith issues. And I compiled a list of questions that I'm asking myself, and I hope you'll ask yourself as well. The first is, where are we going? Do we know our final destination? The second is, how are we dealing with the daily struggles in our lives? Are we able to cope? The third is, how is our mental health? When we wake up each morning without direction, where do we go? And the fourth is, what are the first thoughts that come to mind when you wake up each day? And the last one is, where does your heart lean? Are we like Thomas the Apostle who said to Jesus, Lord, we don't know where we're going? Or how can we know the way? Friends, we tend to be lost and our hearts are broken and there seems no way out from our thoughts and sometimes our feelings of hopelessness. But there's good news. And that good news is that God gives us a clear path, a clear direction, and that is to follow him. If we don't have this scripture memorized, do it this week. And when you feel lost and forgotten, pray this verse out loud. I'm going to read you John 14 verses 5 through 7. Thomas said to him, Lord, we don't know where we're going, so how do we know the way? And this is the verses that we should memorize. Jesus answered, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Friends, we need to say that over and over again. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. If you really know me, you will know my father as well. For now on, you do know him and have seen him. Do you hear that? We don't have to feel lost. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. If we want to know Jesus, we can. We can go to him. He will fill our hearts with love, so much love that it is overflowing and we pour out to others. He will then introduce us to the father because he said, If you really know me, he says, you will know my Father as well. And we know that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. And we should say this again and again. Never lose hope. 2 Corinthians 4, 1-3 Therefore, since through God's mercy we have this ministry, we do not lose heart. Rather, we have renounced secret and shameful ways. 
We do not use deception, nor do we distort the word of God. On the contrary, we set forth the truth plainly. We commend ourselves to everyone's conscience in the sight of God. And even if our gospel is veiled, it is veiled to those who are perishing. Following Jesus is opening our hearts to the love and mercy that he gives us. And where the heart is, so is our faith. We have faith that God will not let us down, that he will answer our prayers, not as we want it, but as he wants it in his time as he ordains. We know that we have a clear conscience and sleep well at night if our hearts are united to his. But it's more than that. God is calling you and me to dig deeper. And how can we do this? By realizing that we are more than what we do, or in this case, what we do for the sake of righteousness. The Pharisees were complaining that Jesus and his apostles were not following the Jewish ritual of cleanliness in the Gospel of Mark. And these men decided to take what they were given, which was a set of directives, right? And instead of just using them at the time of the temple when they were sacrificing, they decided to take those and even do more and add more rules. And so before you know it, the Jewish tradition was filled with a lot of rules for washing and cleanliness. So when they saw that Jesus and his apostles were eating without going through their you know, cleanliness ritual, they were appalled. And this is how Jesus answered. Mark seven fourteen through 26. And he called the people to him again and said to them, Hear me, all of you, and understand. There is nothing outside a man which is going into him that can defile him. But the things which come out of man are what defile him. And when he had entered the house and left the people, his disciples asked him about that parable, and he said to them, Then are you also without understanding? Do you not see that whatever goes into a man from outside cannot defile him, since it enters not his heart, but his stomach, and so passes on? Thus he declared all foods clean. And he said, What comes out of a man is what defiles a man. For from within, out of the heart of man, come evil thoughts, fornication, theft, murder, adultery, coveting, wickedness, deceit, licentiousness, envy, slander, pride, foolishness. All of these evils come from within, and they defile man. Friends, we want our hearts to be full of love, full of compassion. We must fight against the vices that plague our world. How many of us listen to that verse or read it and say, well, I'm not that bad? Maybe not with theft, murder, or adultery, but what about envy, slander, pride, and foolishness? I know I've suffered and confessed these things. And when I look at what the Lord offers, life with him or life without him, I hope you're with me and will always choose him. Friends, what else could we want? This week, examine your heart and take inventory of your priorities and rearrange them to allow the Lord to come and grow in you and through you and bless you today and always. Thanks for listening to the podcast, A Few Minutes with God. Please visit Fleece on our website, a few minuteswithgod.com, and your podcast page on a
fewminuteswithgodpodcast.com. There you will find the show notes for today's episode. This podcast is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network.